0: Hey, you are tuned into the Coach's Social Podcast with uh, your two hosts, I'm Justin Rabin And I'm Shane Garner. And we're glad to have you with us. Um, today, we are hopping back into uh, discussing the response factor. If you listened to the last episode, um, that's where we started. We kind of gave an overview of what the response factor is, the, the equation that uh, falls under that category of E plus R equals O, and... Uh, today, we're going to start looking at the, I think we said the step-by-step process of working through the response factors. Um, we're gonna look at the first two of six today. Um, but I will say that if, uh, if you haven't listened to the last episode, you probably, probably need to go back and do that before you listen to this to make it all, uh, make good sense. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Cause, uh, You know, the last episode, which it's it's not, you know, not very long, so you can get a quick listen in it. But it kind of sets the table of the overall uh, umbrella of what we're going to talk about on the next three episodes here. Um, You know, it sets up the equation of, you know, events plus responses equal our outcomes and how events are things that happen outside of our control. And we don't necessarily get to control the outcomes either, but we do get to control our responses. And so that's what we're going to talk about on these next couple episodes is what are those response factors that can help lead us uh, and help shape the outcomes that we want
0: yeah because uh, again we don't get to always control or determine what the outcomes are but we can do things um, you know and we mentioned this at the end of last episode we can do things consistently that can heavily influence the outcomes that we uh, are hopeful for and you uh, know obviously this is the we call this the coaches social podcast Um you know we do talk a lot of things in the coaching world in in the realm of sports but um the beauty of what we talk about on here um isn't just sports specific it, it applies to everything and and again we're, we're repeating ourselves a little bit but the response factor stuff is incredible information for anybody anywhere at any point in life and anything that you're experiencing um so with all of that said, uh, let's let's talk about R number one, R factor number one, and that is, uh, it's simply press pause. So we're talking in terms of when an E happens, when an event in your life happens. The first thing that we need to do in order to choose the right response is simply press pause. Stop for just a moment you want me to go from there? All right. I was waiting for you. (laughs) And so
1: when we press pause, basically what we're doing is we're we're stopping and we're asking ourselves a simple question. What does this situation require of me?
0: Yeah. uh, Okay, so I think when you hear it that way, like when an, an event in your life happens, it might be easy to think like a big event. But we're talking about literally every single thing that happens throughout the course of a day. If you're thinking in terms of a sports Uh, perspective in competition and things are happening constantly and really fast, the same concept applies. Press pause. If, if a call happens that you don't agree with, or if something in a conversation with someone at work happens and you're in the conversation and it rubs you the wrong way, even though it's all happening really fast, we still have an opportunity to press pause for a brief moment and get your mind right and ask, what does this situation require of me?
1: Yeah, and and, and simply because it just gives you time to think. I mean, that, literally, I mean, I know we're saying some of this stuff, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's super simple. But it's super effective. Yeah. like Because like, immediately we just want to go into what I like to call default mode and just do whatever. But this allows us to assess the situation, see what it requires of us, gives us time to think about it, and then it helps gives us clarity about you know an outcome that we're wanting or the situation that we're experiencing. It just it puts us in the right spot to then make decisions from there.
0: Yeah. Well, and you said that uh, it sounds it sounds simple or, or whatever how you ever said it. Um, and and you go into default mode sometimes, but that's the that's the whole point of of pressing pause because we largely in our society we like when we're having conversations or you're having disagreements with people, we just react. We say the first thing that comes to our mind. And a lot of times it's things that we wouldn't typically say, or later on we think about it and and you really wish you could take those words back. But like we, like we said last time and scripture tells us to be quick to listen and slow to speak. We go about it completely the opposite direction and make situations worse because we just react out of frustration or emotion instead of, and this is the kicker, if we're having a conversation, we're so we're, we're so uncomfortable with any bit of silence. Yeah. So in order to fill the awkward void of a few, and we're talking a few seconds of silence, mm-hmm. we're too uncomfortable with, so we just fill it with words that we just say without thinking about it. Instead, if we would just take a quick second to pause and think, what should I say in this situation?
1: Yeah, because it gives us, you know, like we talk, we're talking about being intentional, right? In everything we want to do, we want to be intentional. And this gives us a chance to think about, okay, what do I need to do to be intentional about what I'm after? You know, it gives us time to think and act in, in that in that intent way. Um but I think one of the big the things it does is it helps us or it keeps us, I guess I should say, from doing something silly, harmful to ourselves, harmful to somebody else. And like you said, saying something, something to someone that we might not ever be able to take back. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, I hate to, you know, the analogy of the the toothpaste and the and the two, you know, once it's out, it's out. Yeah. You can't bring it back. And so this kind of gives us a chance to not just word vomit all over somebody. Yeah.
0: So just take a quick pause. Get your mind right. Which leads us into our factor number two, and that is... Get your mind right. Yeah. Very simply, get your mind right. So pressing pause allows you the opportunity to move into phase two of getting your mind, right. Collecting your thoughts. Um, you know, the thoughts that win the battle of your mind will direct the course of your life. The things that you allow to constantly bombard your head. Those are the things that are eventually going to come out good or bad.
1: You know, we, Justin, I used to follow, uh, I don't know if anybody's familiar with Jim Jones. Um, but we used to follow a lot of Jim Jones programming and, and, uh, Bobby Maximus and, and all those guys. And it, you know, one of the things that they always talked about was the mind is primary. And now I didn't agree with a lot of the things or philosophies that they talked, but I did agree with that because the mind does come first. Yeah. I mean, the mind controls, you know, everything, the, the thoughts that are coming in your mind, that's going to help you win the battle and direct your life in the ways that you want to go. Uh, but the mind sends messages to our body and the body listens and responds. So it's, that's what needs to happen. First is getting the mind, right and then the body and the action will follow.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, uh thinking about that it reminds me of uh what uh, coach Jason Dunning told me a, a few weeks back and um coach Dunning's a guy that we'll hopefully have on uh, and talk about some of this stuff in weeks to come because it is uh, when he talks about it it's fascinating to hear him talk but <clears throat> he's a guy that uh pushes his body to I mean Extremes, extremes. Um, and he was telling me that. Oh man, I'm gonna butcher this, but he told me. So if you're if you're familiar with what the Murph workout is in CrossFit, it's you run a mile, you do 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, and 300 300 squats, squats. and then you run a mile again. And he did that for. uh, Did he tell you this? 100. I've heard the story. 104 days. I didn't believe it, but he told me. I know because it it seems just. Hundred and four days, or so. It was. It was around a hundred ish days straight. He did that every day for more than three months straight. I mean, it's ridiculous. Anyways, the point is, he he made the comment to me. He said, "You know what I figured out through doing all this kind of stuff? I don't believe that there is such a thing as physical toughness. It's only mental toughness because we're way more capable of doing things beyond what we." could ever imagine, but we limit ourselves by telling ourselves in our mind that we can't do it.
1: Yeah, because it's not our body that's saying that. It's our mind telling us, oh yeah, our body can't handle this.
0: Now, obviously there's extremes and and you know, we're not advocating to go do stupid stuff. But the point remains it starts in our mind. Yep. Almost everything we do. And and it's what you put in, especially again, going back to that big key word consistently. Mm-hmm those are the things that are gonna come out. So when we're talking about the way that we respond in situations that happen in life, pressing pause allows us a chance to simply get our mind right. And then we move on responding from there. Yeah. And
1: you talked earlier about, you know, negative breeds negative, you know, and that's that's what this, you know, getting your mind right is 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 weeding out the negative self talk. It's 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 replacing, you know, the low performance self talk of negativity and replacing it with positivity and and learning how to to speak to yourself in a regard that will put you in a position, you know, to make the next play or make the next move or or make the next decision. You know, it's, it's doing that positive self-talk in how you speak to yourself that puts that mindset where you want it to
0: be. Yeah. And and a lot of that goes, is tied, uh, you know, perfectly to, again, I think I mentioned it already, but, the things that you focus on on a day-to-day basis, meaning the things that you read, the things that you watch, the things that you listen to, the people that you are putting yourself around. And we've all heard the saying that you become, a, uh, How I've heard it, but I don't even know how to say it. Uh, you become basically the culmination of what, like the five, the five people, people that you- the five people you will spend time yeah, with. The, yeah, that you are yeah spend the most time around. Um, but this is a perfect example of that it 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 all everything that's coming into your body will eventually come out in some way yeah um whether that's you know words or actions or you know mentalities and uh, negativity positivity all of that stuff so it's important that if we are going to get our mind right you have to be feeding yourself the right type of stuff yeah you know and it talks about you know we need to fo- what what we
1: focus on is of near importance and something that we have to work on and also how we talk to ourselves, and, and there's a quote from from Tim Kite in here that I I think is great. He says, "Uh, you know, the voice in your mind is a powerful force. Take ownership of that force." But and I think that's something that a lot of people don't think about is is you you have the power to take ownership of your own mind. Now it doesn't mean there's not going to be things that that come, you know, bad thoughts and all this stuff, but you have ownership of that, and, and we need to work on it. And it's is exactly what you just talked about. You take ownership of it by feeding it the necessary things that it needs.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, if we're looking at this from a Christianity standpoint, um, and and that is the lens that you and I look at things through, um, it, it is spending time in the word and spending time in prayer. Um, and that doesn't mean we sit and ask God for stuff. It's just conversation with the creator of the universe and giving him a chance to talk back to us and, and listening. And I'll tell you what, I j- actually, I just, I was, um, having a conversation with, um, he, he was, a he just graduated from SIU football, um, a guy that, uh, it's been awesome getting a chance to go through the foundational steps of Christianity with him. And, uh, you know, that's one thing that, that we're, we're doing a, a Bible plan on the Bible app And uh, that was one of the points today was, uh, you know, just spending time with God and talking to him, telling him what's on your heart and allowing him to speak to you. And and when you do that consistently, at least for me, it's amazing. My approach to everything that I do on a day to day basis, if I fall out of that routine, I can tell. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's that's, you know, we're talking about getting our, you know, getting our mind right. More importantly, getting our heart right. Because if we don't spend that time with God, then when is he ever going to have the chance to speak to us? Because think about how busy we are going from thing to thing or, you know, whatever. We we don't have time to listen. So it's important for us to spend that time every day to dive in the word, soak it in, and let God speak to your heart.
0: Yeah. That will get your mind right. That will get your mind right. So that was response factors one and two. So which ones are we going to talk about next? I was thinking we'd go five and six, but let's go three and four. I, uh, yeah. Three, and four. Okay. So, uh, yeah, with that being said, we'll, uh, we'll finish up this episode. We, we've mentioned, um, a few back that these next few are going to be a little bit shorter, quick hitters. Um, and we want to walk through the, R factors. So, um, Again, we want to press pause. We want to get our mind right and then proceed forward with the way that we respond to things uh, from there. And then next episode, we'll get into our three and four.
1: All right. So uh, to wrap this up, one thing that we always ask our listener to do is to pay the fee. And what we mean by paying the fee is if this show taught you something new, uh, made you think different. If it, you know, encouraged you, equipped you, made you... I don't know, see something in a different way. Uh, we ask that you, sh- you share the show. We ask that you share it on social media. We ask that you give us a review, give us a comment, give us a subscribe, give us a like, and just tell people about what we're doing here um, because this is not about Justin and this is not about me. Um, this is not about anything that we have done or accomplished. It's just about us sharing and connecting people. And so one way we can share and connect with as many people as possible is for you to pay the fee and share the show.
0: Okay, that's it. We appreciate it.
1: Yep. We'll see you next time.